on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. Uh, I think it's day 13 of RT being on the front of most of Irish newspapers. It's the same again this morning, this time after these bombshell revelations last night, which were sent to the Oireachtas Media Committee. They were supposed to get um, details from RT by 12 noon yesterday. Then we heard Neave Smith, the chair of the Media Committee, on the hard shoulder yesterday evening after five, saying she still hadn't got the details from RTE, but hoping to get them by the close of business. It actually turns out they got them at around nine o'clock last night, which means that TDs and senators don't have much time to go over all the details before they grill RTE at the committee today. But the papers have some of the details too. The Irish Sun wins headline of the morning, which is, I can't believe it's more barter. Uh, about the RTE payment scandal deepening last night as more barter accounts were uncovered in a trawl of the station's finances. Then you go to the Irish Daily Mirror, more secret accounts found at RTE. Montrose bracing itself for resignations after more barter accounts like the one used to pay Ryan Tuberty came to light. The Irish Daily Mail, new barter accounts to be revealed, fresh crisis at broadcaster, executives to be grilled today. RTE remaining tight-lipped last night about the exact nature of these barter accounts. Then you go to the front of the Irish Times, RTE crisis deepens as more barter accounts are discovered. Orti plunged into deeper crisis last night. A spokesperson said Orti would provide comment and context on the barter accounts. Uh, you can imagine that the members of the committee are absolutely fuming because last week um, TDs were told Catherine Murphy asked the Chief Financial Officer, do you have a list of these barter accounts in RTE and the CFO said there's only one barter account. Now, a week later, we hear that there's three. So TDs and senators will be saying, well, can we trust what we hear from RTE? And then the Irish Independent goes with a slightly different angle. It looks at Toy Show, the musical, which by all accounts was a complete flop last year. I don't know if anyone saw it, but if you did, uh, a lot of people weren't happy with it. But anyway, the new RTE barter accounts linked to Toy Show, the musical, uh, and there are several new revelations in the pay scandal last night about how RTE funded food and drink at the Renault events. And also the Irish Independent says that D Forbes assured Ryan Tuberty that he would get no pay cut before 2025. And finally, the Irish Examiner also main story, new RTE barter accounts found. Uh, there's a copy of the agreement between Renault, RTE and Ryan Tuberty, uh, uh, which is revealed in the Examiner today. RTE being rocked by revelations of previously undeclared barter accounts. Now, hopefully we'll have Neve Smith, who's chair of the media committee on News Talk Breakfast this morning, but half one today. Get the popcorn out. I've never heard as many people saying that they're watching Aroxas committees at the moment. The viewership figures will be huge for them. Half one this afternoon. RT back before the media committee. On to other news. Staying with politics on the front of the Irish Examiner. Uh, people love stories about the Dáil Bar and the news today is that TDs and senators were able to enjoy a lot more cheap pints in Leinster House last year as the lifting of restrictions saw revenues at the Dáil's bars and restaurants more than double. So the bar receipts have doubled to over 1.1 million euro. Uh, obviously during lockdown there were different setups in place so it was only 402,000 euro in 2021. Last year 1.1 
million. Um, and after the cost of sales and expenses, the bar and catering services made a healthy profit of €135,000. A pint of Guinness in the Dáil Bar now sets you back €5.20. Uh, but obviously, if you go around the corner on Kildare Street... Uh, into Leeson Street, all those different areas. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a pint of Guinness for a fiver, probably more like six quid. And also in the front of the Irish Examiner, if you're a long-suffering commuter in Cork, you'll be glad to hear that the famous Dunkettle tailbacks are going to end because the Link Road is opening at the weekend. So every day when you hear the traffic, we mention the tailbacks at the Dunkettle interchange. Well, they're going to become a thing of the past because a 215 million euro overhaul reaches a major milestone. Six new Link Roads are scheduled to open on Sunday and the traffic lights on the Dunkettle interchange will be switched off. So there will be a free flow experience if you're driving through the Dunkettle interchange. Uh, and I'd say thank God, says a lot of commuters in that area of the country. The Irish Daily Star is the only one not to go with RT on its front page. Instead, the headline is riddled with bullets. A six foot three inches man was lured to a quiet country lane by a trusted pal before being riddled with bullets. A murder trial has heard. This is the murder of Neil Fitzgerald at Cruxling in Talla on the 5th of June 2016. Interesting idea in the Irish Independent this morning about child benefit. Afina Fall TD wants the child benefit to be extended to 19 if the child is in full-time education. The Fianna Fáil Parliamentary Party is going to meet today to discuss the budget and Dublin TD for Fianna Fáil Paul McAuliffe has, says, has said an extension to the child benefit would help households struggling with the cost of living crisis. So I suppose it'll depend on your definition of a child. Does that end at 18 or does it end at 19 if they're in full-time education? I'm sure a lot of parents would welcome that though because it would help to have extra money coming into the house. So we'll see what happens with that idea at the Fianna Fáil meeting today. A couple of Garda stories in the papers too. The Irish Times obviously Everyone is saying we need to see more Gardaí on the beat. We need more Gardaí being trained up. But Garda numbers, according to the Irish Times, are continuing to decline. And many recruit candidates who are being offered places in the Garda College actually aren't taking up those spaces. And then at the same time, resignations from the force are continuing to increase. So it's a sort of vicious cycle here where we have not enough people joining and too many leaving. The increase in uh, resignations is going up at a significant rate, while age-related retirements also look set to be higher this year. So for some reason, uh, the recruits aren't going into the Garda College, or some of them aren't. The take-up is poor-ish. Uh, they can take on 200 recruits at Templemore, but the first intake in February was 135, and then the second in May was 154. So about 50 not showing up in Templemore. The other Garda story in the papers comes from the Irish Daily Star, is that Garda have confirmed that they will be sending officers to France this summer, and Garda will be at Disneyland in Paris. Now, you may remember the Star revealed this in May, and that was kind of rubbished by some, saying that that wasn't true. But the star says that it is going to happen. Uh, we're going to send three officers to France, and one is going to Disneyland. And then also eight officers are going to be sent to France for the Rugby World Cup in September 
and October. Uh, so the Gardaí will be sent to help assist French police and they'll be stationed in places like Bordeaux and Paris. And one lucky Garda is going to be going off to Disneyland in Paris as well. So the star saying, we got it right uh, because they are sending Gardaí to Disneyland. And the idea of that, by the way, is that if you've, for example, an Irish family at Disneyland and God forbid a child went missing or something, at least you would have an Irish Garda who you could speak to, who could help you with whatever is going on. Final story is about how brutal we all are at DIY. It comes from the eye and it tells us many people don't have any idea about how to fix things around their home. According to research from LV Insurance, almost a third are unsure where their fuse box is and a quarter cannot locate their boiler. So here are the 10 things that we don't know when it comes to home essentials. I have to say, I'm amazed in our... uh, we, we, we live in an estate where there's a lot of first-time buyers in the estate and the amount of questions they put into the group asking, does anyone know of an electrician or a plumber for quite basic things? So people don't want to paint, they don't want to fix their toilet, there's loads of things that they don't want to do and instead want to get professionals in. But anyway, top 10 things we don't know how to do. In first place is how to fix a leaking pipe. Second is how to find the stopcock for the water. The third is how to repressure the boiler. A lot of this is to do with plumbing. Uh, In fourth is how to wire a plug. Fifth is how to bleed a radiator. Sixth is how to find the electricity meter. In seventh, it's how do you restart the boiler. In eighth is how do you read the gas meter. Ninth is how do you find the gas meter. And incredibly, 34% of people don't know how to change a light bulb. So that's in the eye this morning. A lot of us kind of useless around the house when it comes to DIY knowledge. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.